0: You're listening to Father Kirby Longo's Homilies, powered by Mountain Catholic. Father Kirby is a priest of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Helena and pastor of Christ the King University Parish in Missoula, Montana. In the beginning, some 13.8 billion years ago, our universe was empty. In fact, we can't even say it was empty because there was no time or space or matter. There was nothing. Then came a sort of wonderful moment to imagine that we've given the name the Big Bang. There appeared the whole universe in a ultra-concentrated ball of energy that's smaller than a single atom. That ball exploded with incredible force and impossible to imagine Uh, in every direction. And when it it first exploded, it, it was literally pure energy but then you know quickly congealed as it moved outwards and uh, took on matter the form of matter and after some some time you know, 400,000 years which isn't that long in the scope of the universe the atoms appeared uh, as it as it continued to flow outward and these atoms you know wherever they were more condensed sort of clouds of matter formed and as that density increased The gravity increased with it, and as that gravity increased, the heat increased, and when it hit that sort of 10 million degree threshold, a star appeared, and the protons fused. And this massive energy release happened, and we have our first batch of stars. So these stars began to appear all over the universe, and another 8 billion years later, we, Earth, takes shape in the way that we sort of recognize it today. So here we are, this little planet, you know, orbiting our, I think, fairly medium-sized sun and our one of 200 billion galaxies that we think exist, perhaps more. We just haven't seen that far out yet. Uh, all of it coming from this great nothingness, this void. So, what does that mean? I think some, some would say that it sort of puts us into perspective, that, that it helps us to know just how small we are, that we're just sort of a speck of dust on the history of the universe, and the timeline of history. Um, but, you know, we are in some ways a speck of dust. But is that, is that the whole story? Can that be it? You know, and I, is there something more to this story? or is it just that sort of harsh, stark truth? I think, I don't ask that because I want there to be meaning. It's not like I just feel like there needs to be something more, no. but just because it's actually reasonable to think that that might not be the explanation of the universe as, as a whole. So let's fast forward a little bit and get even smaller. So we move forward another you know, 4.5 billion years to a time a little more than Two millennia ago, and we meet this poor family in a backwater town of 200, uh, 200 people in Nazareth. Insignificant, even amongst the insignificant people who, you know, owned the land. And because it was a Roman outpost, they had to go where the emperor told, told them to go for the census, and so off to the city of David to Bethlehem. And it was there, as we hear, a child is born. Jesus, the son of Joseph. And Jesus lived on this earth for 33 years. You know, plus 40 days afterwards. Uh, is it possible that these two timelines perhaps, you know, go together? That they're tied together in some way? Could it be that, that this little child, born in Bethlehem, is the same one who existed before that ball of energy 13.8 billion years ago? That he's the word who spoke it into existence from nothing. I mean, but even that, you know, even even if there is a God who spoke all that into existence, isn't isn't it impossible to think that he actually cares about us? You know, like, isn't it presumptuous to assume that God cares? You get asked that question all the time. Because we are simple in, in, in many ways. You know, even the psalmist says in the scriptures, he knows of what we are made. He remembers that we are dust. Uh, yet even the most skeptical amongst us has to admit that there's something different about human beings. That, that there's something unique. You know, e- and actually that thing, even evolutionary biologists name the one thing that we have that no one else has is our language and not just the sophistication of our language or the diversity of things that we can say um, it does have infinite possibility but it's actually specifically our ability to talk about God that sets us apart that's the thing about our language that changes everything so on this night across the world over two billion Christians joined together to worship a poor man from an insignificant town in an insignificant tribe that lived 2,000 years ago. And we do this in every language, in every culture, uh, rich and poor, young and old. Why? Because God, the infinite and eternal creator of the entire universe, chose to become a tiny child that we might see him and know him and glimpse the love that he has for us so this is in many ways the moment we saw this in the scriptures over the last four weeks it's sort of a decision we all must make when this happens now either we are specks of dust on the earth on the history the universe here today gone tomorrow or. We are truly a special creation of God. His sons and daughters who exist to spend eternity with him. That's actually the plan. So I think we tend to avoid this decision and sort of hedge our bets. But if we're here, if you're here, regardless of whether you come every week or this is the only time of year that you come, you're here because you're not satisfied with being a speck of dust, not satisfied with the world's answer. And we can't be because God created us for Himself. So tonight we let the child Jesus sort of confront us. We turn to God that He might confront us with His humble poverty, His willingness to strip away His divinity only to show us that He loves us and wants us for Himself. So I, I doubt any of us have escaped 2020 without having to ask some hard life questions, uh, forced to in our boredom, you know. And in the end, we can't answer those questions. We, we don't personally have the answers. We can't know who we are until we know God, because he's the one who created us. So he's the only one who can tell us who we are. Um, but here he comes. You know, tonight, here he comes, that we might have life and have it to the full. Amen. Thank you for listening to Father Kirby Longo's homilies. To support the work of Mountain Catholic, please visit paypal.me slash mtncatholic.